Hello and welcome to the I Am MAGA podcast. My name is Jack Cronin. Are you MAGA? Do you want to make America great again? Do you want America to be the world's leader in manufacturing jobs? Do you want our middle class to be the envy of the world? Do you want the Chinese Communist Party to be punished for its acts of war as it allowed its COVID-infected Chinese citizens to travel all over the world, but not to other parts of China? and they spread the disease. If you answered yes to at least one of these questions, then you are MAGA, and this podcast is for you. Thank you for listening today. This podcast talks about everything MAGA, but for starters, I want to talk about our cancel culture. Have you or anyone you know been canceled by the left-wing liberals, progressives, Democrats, I want to hear your stories of being canceled. I want this podcast to be a support group of sorts for those of us who have been canceled in any way. And I want to share my story of being canceled by my six liberal brothers and sisters. And I want to talk about how I am turning my canceling into a victory. I want to hear your stories of being canceled and how you have not only survived being canceled, but how you are thriving in spite of it. Or if you're not at that point of thriving yet, maybe my story and others' stories can help inspire you to use your canceling for the good of others and for yourself. One of my favorite Bible verses is Romans 8.28. And we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him. So don't let your canceling get you down or eat you up. Let's find a way to use it for your own good. Let's help each other. If you have been canceled, send your story to me at IamMagapodcast at gmail.com. That's I-A-M-M-A-G-A podcast at gmail.com. You can send your story to me on a voice memo. Just swipe up from the bottom of your iPhone, hit the voice memo button, and hit the red record button, and give me your full story. And then I can share your story on a future I Am MAGA podcast, and we can talk about how you have overcome your canceling, whether it's by your family, your friends, your job, or whatever the situation is. There's a mental illness spreading across our country, and it's called cancel culture. Okay, here is my story of being canceled by my six liberal siblings. It's too long to be told in one episode, so I'm going to share my story during the next several episodes, and... Here we go. First, I need to share some background. I was born in Chicago in 1960 into a very liberal Democrat family. My dad actually campaigned for John F. Kennedy for president. So I grew up to be a bleeding heart liberal. And when I joined the U.S. Air Force at age 19, I was exposed really for the first time to generally a much more conservative group of people. I had a lot of good buddies in the Air Force and I made a lot of them scratch their heads when I'd express my liberal thoughts and ideas. 
However, I stuck to my guns and my liberal ideology. I supported Jimmy Carter for president in 1976 and again in 1980. Then Walter Mondale in 1984, Mike Dukakis in 1988, and then I actually voted twice for Bill Clinton. God help me. Then somewhere between 1996 and 2000, my liberal ideology began to become more conservative. My family and I moved from Ohio to Indiana in 1996. We moved to Greenwood in one of the most conservative counties in America, Johnson County, where most Republican candidates run unopposed in their elections because the Democrats know that they have a snowball's chance in hell of defeating a Republican in Johnson County. I started listening regularly to the dearly departed Rush Limbaugh around 1997 or 1998, and little by little, my liberal mindset began to deconstruct, and I started to understand things like how the Democrats have been using and abusing black Americans for the past 50 or 60 years by making many of them dependent on the government and by allowing our Democrat-run inner cities to deteriorate. You know, I believe that the answer to the plight of black Americans is an economic one. If we bring back manufacturing jobs to our larger cities like Donald Trump was doing, then the record low unemployment during Trump's first term will continue. So then by 2008, When Barack Obama was elected, I was a full-blown true conservative. However, to maintain the peace with my siblings, I rarely expressed my conservative opinions, and we just didn't talk about politics. In 2016, I was thrilled when Donald J. Trump won the election, and after four years of an economic boom in America and the U.S. economy becoming energy independent, And with Trump slapping the Chinese Communist Party on the backs of their evil heads a few times with tariffs and calling them out for putting Chinese Muslims in concentration camps and their lack of freedom of religion, I was very excited for Trump to serve another four years. Trump's policies even brought the U.S. economy back after COVID hit the United States. So now we're up to the autumn of 2020, and I'm seeing all kinds of Facebook posts by my liberal friends and family that are portraying Donald Trump as nothing less than evil incarnate. And so I decide to express my First Amendment right of freedom of speech, and I begin sharing Facebook posts with my family that support Donald Trump and some that show Joe Biden as the buffoon he really is. So on September 5th of 2020, I shared a harmless Facebook post with a picture of the Secretary of Housing and Urban Development, Dr. Ben Carson, who's an African-American genius doctor. And the quote said by Ben, we the American people are not each other's enemies. The enemies are those people behind the curtain, jerking everybody's chains and trying to divide us up by age, by race, and by income. I added a comment 
to the post saying Ben Carson is a very wise man. I mean, who can argue with that, right? Well, my in-your-face liberal niece responded to the post with the following. She said about Ben Carson, he's definitely an intelligent guy. It will be an interesting thing to see how he responds to Trump's ban on anti-racism training. Well, she, of course, was referring to the critical race theory training that was being shoved down the throats of federal employees. CRT is actually a racist, Marxist type of training that says that all white people, especially white males, are oppressors and all non-white people are oppressed by white people. It's ridiculous. When Trump gets back into the White House in 2024 or earlier, if we can prove the election was stolen, he will ban critical race theory training again and hopefully forever. Joe Biden has reinstated cultural race theory training for federal employees and CRT again is totally racist. Okay, so we'll be hearing more from the in-your-face liberal niece of mine, later in my story. So, I sent the Ben Carson quote on September 5th, 2020. I apparently shared another post that supported Donald Trump on September 5th, 2020, but I don't know what that post said because Facebook posted, this content isn't available right now. When this happens, it's usually because the owner only shared it with a small group of people, changed who can see it, or it's been deleted. Of course, I never did any of those things. What they really should say when they share that information is this content isn't available because a Facebook employee decided to trample on my First Amendment right to free speech because they disagreed with something I said in the post. By the way, there will be at least one full episode of the I Am MAGA podcast that will deal with Facebook and the tyranny of big tech. So anyway, I refrained from sharing any other political posts until November 7th, 2020, when I wrote a post that said, during this election cycle, I have pretty much kept my support for Donald Trump to myself while many of my liberal friends and family have spouted off endlessly. So I'm going to say one thing, and that is if anybody thinks this battle is over, then you are setting yourself up for great disappointment. It's only just begun. So now we are here today, 7 21 and the Arizona forensic audit of 2.1 million ballots from their general election has been completed, and they are preparing to do a canvas of mail-in ballots to see if the people whose names are on the ballot actually live at the address on the ballot, or if it's an empty parking lot. At least nine other states, and the list is growing every day, have been to Arizona to see how they are running the audit. Just the other day in Arizona, they found that over 74,000, let that sink in, 74,000 mail-in ballots were not legally requested by a voter, which means 
that those 74,000 ballots were just sent out to people who didn't want to vote or maybe to a P.O. box where a Democrat probably collected them and more than likely voted for Joe Biden. So with 74,000 illegal ballots and more than likely most of them going to Joe Biden, you got to factor in the fact that the election in Arizona was won by Joe Biden by something like 10 to 12,000 votes. So look at those 74,000 ballots and Trump probably won the state of Arizona. Right now in Georgia, Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin, and several other states, MAGA believers like you and me are working on trying to get full forensic audits of their election ballots And I've recently heard that there are grassroots movements in all 50 states where MAGA believers are uncovering corruption in their November 3rd, 2020 election. Okay, fast forward in my canceling story to January 7th, the day after the January 6th Trump rally in Washington, D.C. and the Capitol building brouhaha. I posted on Facebook a story about an Antifa-related supporter who was videotaping inside the Capitol building during the brouhaha. He said in the story that he knew about the planned incursion three weeks before it happened, and he decided to be there to capture it on video. On my Facebook post, I said, I wonder how many other Antifa and Black Lives Matter supporters are helping with the incursion. Well, that made my liberal family members' heads explode, and we had a very heated exchange on Facebook that led to my canceling by my six brothers and sisters. Well, I'm going to stop right there in my canceling story and pick it up in the next I Am MAGA podcast episode. Again, please send me your stories of being canceled and how you used it for your own good. Or if you are struggling with your canceling, we want to help you out. Just type up your story or send me a voice memo from your phone and send it to I am MAGA podcast at gmail.com. That's I-A-M-M-A-G-A podcast at gmail.com. Please let me know if I can use your name or not. God bless you all. And thank you for listening to the I Am MAGA podcast. Goodbye and God bless you.